Randy Bradshaw, and that would be the WWE Hall of Famer, Oklahoma's favorite son, Mr. Gerald Briscoe, and this is Best of the Best, where stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw, we discuss, we analyze, we watch some of the greatest, most iconic moments in wrestling history, and this week we got a gem, an absolute gem. It is Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero for the custody of Dominic. And we're going to get to see a young Dominic here, and we can see the star power this kid possesses early in his life. So it's a fascinating uh, uh, angle that, that WWE did with these two uh, Hispanic superstars, and man, it just catapulted them both into and a, and a bigger start on what they already have. So I'm ready to take a look at this. Let's watch the setup of it. The great promo that you take. And uh, we ought to give props where props to do. Our good friend, brother love, Bruce Pritchard, actually produced all these vignettes coming into this. And they were, because Bruce kind of grew up uh, in, that, in, that, in that section of, 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 of Texas. He understood, you know, the way that Hispanics felt about family and everything. So Having these, having these vignettes uh, with Eddie and, and, and uh, Ray going into it just added so much to, to the angle. Yep. Josh, if you queue it up, let's start off with a promo building up to this iconic match. If Ray beats me at the Great American Bash, I will keep that secret inside. That way no one gets hurt. But if I win, then... I get to finish my little bedtime story to dominate. Eddie Guerrero, a couple of seconds away from spilling his secret to the world. Now look at Mysterio! What the hell is this? No one beats me at the end, Ray. And I may have promised to keep my mouth shut, but guess what, Ray? I lied! Dominic! Ray is not your father! I'm your father, Dominic! Is it true, Dad? Is it really true? Eddie, you've beaten the streets and you've beaten your past and became WWE champion, but you haven't beaten Rey Mysterio. And if you 
Eddie Guerrero is that he is a chicken. If anybody knows I'm not a chicken, it's you. Then prove it, Eddie. Unbelievable, huh, Jerry? Oh, John, you know, it's that family that tugs at your emotions, you know, and, and Dominic, what, what a star he was even then. And you can just tell the kid had what it took, you know, and uh, he just adapted things so well. But what great acting. I mean, Ray breaking down crying and Eddie, the ultimate villain. I mean, it was that's world-class acting those guys were doing. It is, and, and now we're going to see world-class action with these two guys. I mean, two of the all-time best. You don't you want to say Hispanic performers, but they transcended yeah. race. I mean, they were two of the best business performers we ever had in our business. I, I agree with you. You know, and it's not to pigeonhole them. You always say, you know, two of them the greatest Latino stars of all time, but two of the greatest stars of all time. You know, it's just natural to say two of the greatest Hispanic stars, but and they are, but two of the greatest stars of all time. And the I just never understood Ray being able to get empathy like he does with a mask on. Yeah, that's next impossible. As you say, it is impossible. You can't see those emotions, but Ray had that body language and that eye, that eye language too. You know that just you could read his eyes and you could read his body language and you could tell. Having a mask on that's got to be one of the most difficult parts of our business to work and be a star in a, in a mask. There's your lucha spot. That was a great thing about their matches. They had like two or three different styles, you know, that they could they could go to and change their matches up. And that's one of the things about you know how we talk about the, the old days versus the new days, and nothing against the, the new days, but when you had styles that you had to work in in Mexico, you had to work in Japan, you had to work in Europe, you worked in Puerto Rico, you worked in Memphis, you worked in Texas, you worked in Florida. You put all those styles together, and some of them came out and never been a, ever match. And guys today don't have that, which is a disadvantage to them. It really is, you know, and 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 that's something I feel I feel bad about these these young guys that they weren't able to go to a to a Texas, a West Texas. And there was a difference between the working in West Texas with the Fonks out there. And then when you got down to Houston, Paul Boss expected a little bit more tamer style than, than the Fonks did out in West Texas. But you got to, you got, you got that basic deal where these guys that work both territories, they could blend those two styles and man, they could come up with a style that was unknown to, to guys. And that's, that's where the great guys did it. You know, that's how the great guys did it. You know what's amazing about that? You, you jump on the top rope, do a drop kick to a guy on the ladder. That's not exactly easy. 
And Ray makes it look absolutely effortless. Both of these guys, they're, I mean, they're, they're, you know, their technique in the ring. Uh, you, here we're getting to see probably two of the most technical uh, wrestlers in our business. And now they're going into one of the most violent matches in our business, a ladder match, where they're using all these tools and everything. But this is a little bit different from their normal style. And the way these guys rise to the occasion just shows you what talents they really were. And it shows you on Eddie, you know, when we watch this trilogy that we're doing, Eddie as a baby face was unparalleled. Eddie as a heel was unparalleled. He you know, just, great, John. What a, what, a, what a great point. You mean, we've been watching this, and Eddie, Eddie just shining as a baby face, and now he, he, he's going to show you exactly the talent that he has as a heel. And he just he, – he just, he just, he climbed those top rungs, just kind of keeping tune with his match here and become and shows you what kind of talent he is. The violence of these ladder matches are just unbelievable too. You did you have, I never had one, of course. Did you ever have any? No, I had one with Jeff Hardy and it wasn't a very, it wasn't a very good one. Not because of Jeff Hardy, believe me. <laughs> it was one. And I was so glad to get done with that ladder match. At one point, Jeff told me he's hit me over the head with a cookie sheet. I'm on the ladder and he goes, you got to take a bump. <laughs> I don't like heights. I don't mind falling. I don't, I'll fall through anything, but I, I don't like heights. <laughs> I don't blame you. Our, our, our big bottoms, our big asses were meant to stay on the mat. <laughs> As Ron would say, I'll hit you with the ladder. <laughs> and hit you, he would. <laughs> yes. These two guys, you know, you notice they come right out and they're after each other. Well, they have a reason to. Dominic is the reason behind all this. You know, they're not coming out, you know, with their classic wrestling style that you would expect from these two. They're coming out with a grudge on each side. That makes the match so much easier when you have that have that issue like they have here. And this is this is family issue here. Yeah, you got a father literally fighting for his son and the ultimate villain in Eddie. I mean, it's just amazing how talented watching these back Eddie Guerrero was. Ooh, look at that. I mean, that's scary. Yeah. I can't, honestly, I can't imagine doing that. And all props and all praises to go to the, everybody that's been in one of these damn ladder matches, man. They're, they're terrifying to me. I'm just so happy that, that my big ass would come along before the <laughs> ladder matches. I was so happy, not that we were even considered for it, where they had that tables, ladders, and chairs that me and Ron weren't even thought thought of to be put in it. <laughs> Thank goodness we weren't. We had the Dudleys and the Hardys and Edge and Christian. And that just, you know, adds to the Dudleys, you know, repertoire. I mean, they're, they're big boys, both of those guys, yeah. big guys. And being able to do that on these ladder matches and compete with the Hardys and Edge and Christian, that's phenomenal on, on the Dudley's part. I mean, that just shows you how great a team they actually were. And ladders everywhere. As the first ladder we match, we all watch where there's only one ladder in Madison Square Garden. Here we got. Remember the ladder match where Big Show was in it and he brought out the giant ladder. It was yeah. literally a giant's ladder. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable about Ray. I, I see him every time I go in there for, for TV and 
uh, he's still going as strong as he was back then. And, and he looks the same as he did back then. Too. That's right. He don't age. I mean, Ray is not aged at all. Where you and I got old. <laughs> What's up with that, John? It's all Dave Silva's fault. Yeah. <laughs> a stud muffin. That's right. We need a nickname for Josh. Yeah. We'll come up with one. Josh, for those who are listening, are the one that, that is the mastermind behind all of this. And don't blame Josh for that big-ass logo in the middle of your screen either. Josh has tried everything in his power. Oh, yeah. Removed, but YouTube is, is, a, is a heel on this thing here. So don't be pointing <laughs> right. to Josh or, or John or me. I know you wouldn't point towards me, probably towards John. But point it towards that YouTube. They won't let us show what we want to show. How good is Dominic? I don't know how old he is here, but he's he's selling the entire time. That family blood, Eddie, man, that's just showbiz. That's one of the things people miss sometimes. You know, second and third generation wrestlers just have a, a head start on everybody else. They grew up in the business. They just, they just know it better. They feel it better. Well, they've been around all that emotion, John, all their lives. I think that's a big part of it. They felt that emotion from their old man or their mom, you know, whichever one it is in the business. And you feel that emotion all your life. And when it comes time, you, you know what, what, what reaction you should give. My opinion, anyway. It's amazing this, how creative these guys get. Look at that. Whoa. Oh, now, now, there's no way. I mean, that could have been a real catastrophe for Ray. I mean, that ladder didn't fall like it's supposed to fall. Right. You, and you got to adjust your body so it don't get caught up in that fall. You don't have a lot of time to do that, do you? No. No, it's a split second. And things can go wrong so quick. You know, I called the uh, match at WrestleMania when they didn't have a crowd. And uh, they they would actually stop at some points and redo some stuff. I don't know how you do that. I mean, I don't know how you fall off something that big and don't just continue with the flow or do it without a crowd. Right. And by we the live, way, I just got to that emotion. Now, that crowd is so important to, to our business. That's the reason, you know, when, 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 when these guys, I think a lot of these guys grew, though, without that crowd because they got to work to that internal pop instead of that people pop, you know? Right. And I just got a note from our, our uh, guy who doesn't have a nickname yet. Joshua Dominic was eight years old, eight years old, wow. eight years old. And he's working like that. Working you know, like a veteran already. <laughs> when I, when I did the angle with Eddie's mom and she was 76 and had the heart attack, I'm two feet away from her. And I'm thinking this woman just had a heart attack. <laughs> she, was, she was that good. I'm, 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 I'm in on it. Yeah. And I'm sitting it's there looking you. at you. Hey, you got a 76 year old lady there <laughs> that you know you got to take care of. That's right. And she's such a good worker. She's working you. That's right. The whole Guerrero family, the Mysterio family, I mean, these guys can just work. And that's part of that incredible Lucha innovative style that they have. I love I've loved watching some of that Lucha because it just it's so fascinating the, the moves and how how they can just flow right into one to the other. 
and 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 Ray giving that fantastic sell here. That's what another reason. You know, we watched an earlier match. You you sell, and and you know that's how you get to people. And when you get somebody Ray's size, and he sells like he's supposed to, it just makes so much difference in in the match. Look at this, Dominic. Dominic comes out. This is unbelievable that an eight-year-old yeah. is out there with these two incredible performers, and he's just as good. Uh, get your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Eddie's just the ultimate villain. He's healing on an eight-year-old here. Now, uh, you and I were an eight-year-old. We would have broken down and cried if we had a <laughs> That's right. And, and, He's just staring at him. <laughs> you can see that emotion in his face, though. <laughs> Dad comes to Get see out, Dom. You know, you like like everybody. You wish Eddie had lived to be alive today. The stuff he could have done, he was so good. He would have done amazing stuff it, 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 for for years. Right, for years to come. And 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 you know, and you you don't even know about that's not even mentioned the backstage ability that he had. You know, creating these matches and everything and his ideals because he he come up around the old school and had had such background diverse background where it was so wild west as you know john coming up in that era back back in all those territorial days eddie could have shared that with with all of his contemporaries nowadays yeah because eddie was a, a natural teacher he was a natural person who enjoyed helping other people i think that's what eddie started out to be was a school teacher I think Hector ended up being a school teacher, didn't he? Uh, Hector, Hector teaches teach down in Brandon, Florida for like 20 years with named teacher of the year a couple of times down there. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen Hector in years. He got that white hair just like Mondo had. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. That is a long way down. And I'd be getting a nosebleed right now. Look at this. Not for me as a. <laughs> this is where you gain respect for, for your fellow workers out there. When, when they're putting their body at risk like this for the, for the sake of the business. You know? Yeah, because this is just a flat back bump from 20 foot <laughs> that high up. People don't realize if you went out there and just did that without being trained, your body hardened, it breaks something. It breaks something. I mean, you don't know if, you know, if you're going to land on the top of your neck, top of your head, or the, the flat of your shoulders where you should land. It ain't over, over with yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. That's such a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, that right there. I mean, that, whoa, and catches him. <laughs> what a spot. 
<laughs> and again, straight down. Both of them. And look at the emotion in poor Dominic's face there. An eight-year-old, we don't know what eight-year-old, we don't know what's going through his mind. You know, what did I, what did I get myself into? Right. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Dominic sometime to see what he thought yeah. during this. He probably just gave the, the big boys an ideal to steal our gimmick here, John. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, Billionaire Connie now will get him on the show. And we know they're there. listening. So Billionaire Connie will pull out that pocketbook and, uh, and buy him. And kill all the independent guys like he's been trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'll take Josh with him and Dave Silva and all the yeah. guys. And they'll, they'll leave us behind, John. Yep. They'll screw the good guys. Now, this is such a good spot. You got Ray trapped underneath the ladder. Yeah. And Eddie <laughs> up there just being a heel. <laughs> That's the fun part right there. But you know something's coming here. Eddie's got it won. Timber. Damn eye clamp. Those 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 latches always take <laughs> take forever. Yeah, especially if you're a hill. Uh, back <laughs> and forth, back and forth. What a tease here. <laughs> now Eddie's hanging up there. <laughs> I look at the athletic ability of, of Eddie, though. I mean, reach over with his leg and just grab that ladder. <laughs> now, now you're spinning around no man's land up there. And when you drop, you're dropping right there by that ladder. You don't come on, please put me in the right place. Oh, <laughs> man. That's a drop, folks. Yeah. And look how he landed. Oh, taking their time selling, getting that, getting the people to come to them. You know, at some point in every match, you're back to square one. You know, where, where both guys have been beaten up enough where it's equal, where you don't know who's going to be the winner. And you start to reset everything. Yeah. But there's a lot of work that goes into getting from getting square one point. back to square one. Yeah, just getting to that point to uh, trip itself. Comes the three amigos. But done as a heel. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, so good. Oh, he still gets ladder. a good right on the ladder. He still gets a great response when he does, does it. Just out of respect from the audience. That's right. <laughs> Eddie just had that ability as a heel or baby face to get the people with him. Right. That bump there is awful. Oh. Gotta be, John. I mean, oh. damn. What people don't realize is a, a normal person that breaks a hip. Oh. And because there's no trick to it, you, you land on the ladder. You know, you see these guys like like Bubba and Devon and Ed and, and the Hardy that had dozens of these things. And you see them walk around normal. You just shake your head because you know what they've been through. 
You know what right. you've been through. That's Vicky, Miss Vicky. That's Vicky. It's amazing. You know, wow. there's not a there's not a Guerrero that can't work. No, and that's um. And Vicky had never worked at all, and she became this incredible character. She was she had more heat than anybody on the roster. Anybody. Oh Lord. Just by just by saying, excuse me. <laughs> oh, she was so good. So talented. It's a pleasure to see. I'm sure, John, you go around a lot of these uh autograph shows as I do. It's always a pleasure to run into Vicky because she always has that bright smile on her face. Yeah. That, that great hug and just, you know, she's genuinely a friend when when you see her. Yeah, she's just the most pleasant person, just a just a good human being. And a life that she'd went through, man. <laughs> Look at Vicky. <laughs> this is such a good finish. <laughs> She's holding Eddie down. Holding How great is this? <laughs> I love it. There you go. Happy ever after here. That folks, that young man there grows up to be a superstar. He sure does. I'm a better worker than his mom. That's right. That's a good storyline. No, great storyline. You know, one of the things that make this so good, you know, is when you have a guy like Eddie who, who will give so much feedback and give so much of himself and his personal life to something. You know, this part of this came out, you know, passage in his book but when you have a great storyline and you have two great characters who are very smart people like ray and eddie are you they gave so much input this becomes so much better yeah yeah that, that's the whole thing you, you got two really willing and giving people out there to, to make his storyline go and you know the, the entire uh, mysterio family with the wife and, and dominic i mean here's an eight-year-old kid that's going to school you know, when he gets to school, his, his emotions are running a gambit because there's some smart-ass kids out there, you know. That, That's right. And for That's him right. to tolerate all that, you know, in, in his public life, I mean, it had to, it had to be a real real challenge to the family to, to kind of explain to, uh, to Dom what was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you have it. This has uh, been one of the pleasures of uh, me and Mr. Briscoe's uh, career was to know Eddie Guerrero and now to go over this trilogy and talk about our good friend and one of the greatest wrestlers and icons and legends of all time, a WWE Hall of Famer, well-deserved, 
and uh, with Rey Mysterio, you had uh, Eddie versus Brock, an incredible match where he wins the championship. Eddie versus JBL, an incredible My favorite match. bloodbath of all time. And then Eddie versus Ray for the custody of Dominic. Uh, you see the range of Eddie Guerrero from a terrific babyface to a terrific heel, which most people aren't able to do both extremely well. And Eddie Guerrero certainly was. So we hope you enjoyed it. With look at like and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel. This is Stories of Briscoe and Bradshaw. For Mr. Briscoe, I'm Bradshaw. Thanks for joining us. Viva La Raza.